Be a pinball wizard right in your own home. To Nostalgia, a chronological exploration of every NES game released in North America. I'm Mike. I'm Sam. I'm Sean. And I'm Joe. <laughs> Joe. And I'm Joe. I just love that. You're just Joe so like from Venezuela. Yeah, Joe from <laughs> Venezuela. <laughs> Joe, how's the weather down there? Oh, it's great. It's that's what I say for every time you ask me the weather anywhere. It's great. <laughs> Fan- fantastic. Do you know where you are this time? Venezuela, I guess. Okay, great. No, yeah. I just didn't know if you even heard us that time. So <laughs> that's fantastic. Let's get right into it, guys. We're talking about pinball. Um, yeah, pinball has been around long before this NES game, and really? it's well, yeah. Actually, pinball is like um, I want to say like even the fifties is like the main stream pinball, like like becoming like a huge thing, which is cool because the you know. I want you to know that I, I I hope you knew I was joking. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, pinball kind of is older than video games, yeah, you know, is. and that's kind of neat. Pinball is older than the video game of pinball. Yeah, it's like <laughs> neat that Nintendo didn't invent the concept of pinball That'd here, and that's impressive. important to note. Um, yeah, they ported it from the game to real life. But this is, this is completely made by Nintendo, this version of pinball, and uh, Satoru Iwata did program this game as well. Uh, and Nintendo, Nintendo kind of loves this game. They, they show this a lot. It's appeared in a lot of different, um, games of theirs throughout, you know, since its release. So I think this is something that they're pretty proud of. Uh, and for good reason, I'll bring up, you know, like this game might not look spectacular or feel spectacular anymore, but you have to remember, and I just want everybody in the podcast to kind of have this mindset space cadet wasn't around when this game launched so that windows xp classic that everybody has played uh you know that changed probably the way people think of pinball uh that wasn't here yet so this was kind of like your only way to play like electronic pinball in a way that worked uh otherwise you'd be submitting quarter after quarter uh through continues at the arcade to keep playing pinball So uh, let's get some first impressions, uh, Sean. Uh, I actually, um, I actually really appreciated pinball. Um, I, I started in uh, r- uh, real quick. Like there are two different modes. One is just slower um, for I guess people to get used to the game. Um, so even when I was playing the slowed down version, I was really impressed by the the physics simulation of this game, and I just I really didn't think that it it could do this um i i didn't i didn't really play pinball growing up uh, i mean pinball the nes game um but i think that the board is designed really well it's a memorable board i like that it's two uh different sections mm-hmm. um when you go from one to the other it feels like nothing has changed it still feels like the same physical space um i was really impressed with pinball yeah i i agree i it just kind of I did. I wasn't thinking about how this is an old NES game when I was playing. I was just thinking, yeah, this is pinball. I'm having. I'm playing pinball. I'm having fun. It reminded me a lot of uh, uh, the first Pokemon pinball that had the little, um, mm. you know, the little rumble pack built into the game, where it gets. It also gets split up into I two screens. I forgot about that game. Yeah, 
where it goes off the top of the first screen, goes onto the second screen, and like you said, it just it feels natural. And one thing I really liked was that they had the other flippers on the top screen, so that it felt like it was its own little mini pinball game up mm-hmm. there too. Yeah, kind of like your first chance, your first yeah. line of defense before you had to like really defend yourself at yeah, the bottom. Yeah, yeah, and I, I don't know, I've never. Like you see the little flippers on some pinball games like that, the the higher ones. But this one, I just really like the layout of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe. Yeah, I think um, so. When we played, when we played ten yard fight, and when we played baseball. I think we all kind of said like, yeah, this is baseball, or yeah, this is football. But for pinball, I think it's like the most accurate. Like this is just pinball. Like I think of all the games we played, this feels the most like what it's trying to simulate mm-hmm. than any of the other games. Like. It, the physics, like like Sean was saying, the physics don't feel like a video game version of pinball. They just feel like pinball. Right. And, and uh, so my initial impression is, uh, yeah, it, it just works, you know, like um, to, to capitalize on Sean's point here, game A and game B. The difference is, is in game B, they actually made the physics even more realistic, if you will, by making the ball actually have some weight to it. So that's kind of the difference is like ball in game A, your ball is kind of floaty and gives you the opportunity to make more saves and keep it up longer. That's probably why you're scoring a lot higher in game A, because when you hit the bumpers, they just keep knocking back into each other a lot Uh, in game B because of the weight. It continuously kind of goes down. I'm hitting a niche uh, here for a minute because you guys are all like, pinball you know what pinball is but you guys wouldn't consider yourself huge pinball fans of like the the physical uh cabinets and stuff like that i would say that i'm not your level of pinball fan but i i seek out pinball okay but here's what i meant is like i i knew of like i'll even just list games that came out before this like black hole you know like those games ha- are much more intricate. And yes, they're physical, right? Like this is only so much limitations to a digital thing, but there's so much more elaborate than people think of pinball cabinets. Like so many people think the objective of any pinball game is just to hit targets as much as you can to score points. There's like, there are stories in these pinball games. There's complicated actions to perform and like, Obviously, it came a lot later, but like Tales of the Arabian Nights is like a game that I have actually successfully beat, you know, like <laughs> as a pinball uh, cabinet. And I just think that's so that cool. That? It's such a. Yes, Joe. That's an that's an actual pinball physical pinball cabinet. Yes, it's a physical pinball cabinet. But like it just I'm just saying, like, when you know what what pinball actually has to offer. Oh, I've this seen... game does kind of feel like scaled back a little bit. Yeah, I, I mean, to... there's no like, there's no box from Theater of Magic and all of that. Right. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. Another great um, example. Yeah. Theater but, of Magic. Um, I, there are like little things like you can get that. Uh, I don't know if they were if they were trying to go for like a flush or a straight with that uh, card. It's a straight flush. Is it a straight flush? Yep. So yeah. Okay. Um, you could do that. You could. Um... Do you know what happens when you get the straight flush? I never got that. If you get the straight yeah. flush, do, uh, Joe, do you know what happens? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Straight flush that gives you the um, the stopper in between the in between. No, the, no, uh, no, that's for the chicks. That's the chicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the straight flush gives you the change of color on your cabinet. The, the colors will the colors oh. will change on your cabinet to right. yellow. Yeah, yeah, but I thought that. So maybe I'm wrong here. I thought the chicks gave you the stoppers on the sides. But the mm-hmm. straight flush changed it to yellow and put a little ball in between the flippers. So you actually oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes, right. yes. Sorry. I, I thought you were talking about the stoppers on the side. Right. Yes, yes, it does give you. So, yeah, there are these little objectives that are kind of, I mean, that you can aim to get, but they don't have the same uh, 
um, unity of theme that a lot of really great pinball cabinets have. Right. But I will say that's, you know, that is outsider knowledge, you Mm -hmm. know, and if you're just a kid getting pinball and you don't have to empty out your quarters anymore, you have the ability to play it this way. I think this is a, this is a revelation. Oh yeah. It's time. Right. But, and and also kind of to, to speak to the opposite of, um, of what, of what digital the limitations of digital having this game allows you to play that little uh that little mario side game which seems like something that would never be able to happen in a physical game you know take you to like another little section of the yeah it's almost like it becomes breakout yeah right that's exactly Um, yeah that's what it reminded me of i thought that was a great i mean and it, it is kind of hard to get to that uh secret entrance um uh, but I thought that it was a welcome addition, and it's it's just as I mean maybe as not fun or at least as intricate as the rest of it. But um, I think you can you can have just as good a time like in that bonus stage. You do get yeah. a lot of a lot of time over there. Yeah, I'd love for you to keep going. Sean. I just want to really click, clear it up. It's kind of like when you have to get to like a secret zone uh, on the lower cabinet, lower part of the cabinet. You get to uh, put your ball into a hole essentially and go down to like a lower cabinet, which is something that happens in like a game like Black Hole. There's like a another uh cabinet built into the pinball machine and on there it's actually mario and like in the manual i don't know say in the manual smith did you read the manual for this one i i skimmed it because i figured yeah. it's kind of they do reference yeah. him as mario so that is kind of cool uh but they do not call the girl up top pauline Peach. oh wait oh yeah pauline I, from I donkey kong they don't tell. call her that they call her lady Hmm. Like oh. from Lady and the That's Tramp, accurate. like I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it's yeah, it's like okay, I guess it's still Pauline. It looks close enough, but um, that's kind of like what you do in there. And then it's like we were talking about. It's kind of like Breakout, where it's still a pinball. It's your pinball that went down there, but you move Mario now instead of flippers. So, Sean, what were your impressions right. on the bonus game? I don't really know what the numbers were, uh, unless that was just. Like the, a combination of them was the like the amount of points that you scored, but for getting the ball through it, it was just like a, a matrix of numbers. And I was just trying to uh, to keep the ball up as as long as I could. I wasn't really aiming for anything because it didn't like when you hit um, the floor that Pauline is standing on, it doesn't seem to break as you would expect it to break yeah. out. So I was just you know having a good time hitting stuff. But, yeah, but eventually and, it does break, but I don't think it has to do with you hitting it. Because eventually she falls it has onto to do your platform. With the colors. It has to do with the colors of the numbers. Right. Uh, they have to line up kind of like think like a bingo. Yeah, they have to line it. up like that. It's really hard to do. And then basically when they line up those colors, whichever platform lady is standing <laughs> on gets a little smaller mm-hmm. and a little smaller. Right. Uh, personally, I got close enough to have her fall. The ball also was just going crazy, and unfortunately, oh, I got uh, the ball oh, I uh, the ball went out before I was able to send her I across. I guess I'm better at pinball than you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I, I got was, her uh, one time, uh, and yeah, she just reappears at the top, and you just keep going. I thought something would happen, but now you just keep going. Yeah, the only time I made it to the, the bonus round... My ball just kind of immediately started going like more side to side than up and down, and that's just it was just a disaster. <laughs> it was just rolling a lot. I was trying to roll it from one platform to the next one, and it just rolled right off. Yep, and uh, so that's the bonus game. We mentioned the straight flush. There's also uh, like a slots machine 
that you can get yeah. uh, by going up the top left ramp. And that kind of does, the, what I like about this slot machine, though, is that it's not random. Your ball has to hit the um, hit the icons for them to like lock into place. So you have an option of threes, sevens or penguins. Yes. Uh, anybody yeah. want to explain why penguins? I couldn't even if I tried. <laughs> uh, I just thought maybe, you know, it's just part of the Nintendo aesthetic. Yeah, uh, I do have a, a quick question yes. for anyone who can answer here. Um, there was uh, when, once you fall down to the to the lower level, um, there's another one of those like try to hit them all sort of triggers the numbers. So the, the numbers on the side. Yeah, I was wondering about this. Too. If you hit all of them. An exit appears. Yes. What yeah. happens if you hit that? Nothing. So, you just go back into the into the beginning and launch your ball again. Yeah, oh. and isn't that disappointing? So that yeah, is really I felt like I, I thought I was getting a reward or something. I tried really hard to get into that, and nothing happened. <laughs> and it's on a timer too; like it doesn't stay yeah. open indefinitely. So you would think that it would be something cool. It's it's kind of like a f- easy way to get back up to the top because it's if we're being real, it's kind of hard to get back up there I felt. Yeah, like, I think it's even harder yeah, to get true. all that to happen. Yeah, though. it might be harder to get <laughs> yeah. through that hole, yeah. Uh, okay, and then um, one other thing other than this, I mean like, you know, that's already a lot. Like you got the slots, the cards, the bonus game. Um, there were also those seals that would hit the hit the ball and every time would give you like a certain amount of points each time. I just thought that was like a nice little that's cool cute. thing as well. Yeah. And the seals, the seals might change colors with the board. If the board changes colors, I don't remember I think now. If you, oh, maybe. Um, I think if you go through that little loop near the top, they'll light up. Okay. Yeah. That's all I know about it, though. Uh, so I'll reveal something that I was able to do because you know me. I like pinball. Mm-hmm. Uh, does anybody know what happens when you get a hundred thousand points? No, I okay. do not. When you get a hundred thousand points. Your flippers become invisible. That's really mean. <laughs> well, your flippers become invisible. Invisible. But okay, yeah, that happened they to still me. Work. I, I didn't know what was. I, I didn't know it was why it happened. I was going to ask yeah, that if that happened. Oh, to that's anyone. sort of humble bragging that it got to hundred thousand points. <laughs> yeah, that there. happened to me like ten times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Joe! Ten times. Wow, that means you almost got yeah, to a million points, which is which is scary because at one million three hundred and thirty-four thousand nine hundred points, the game ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I saw that happened to me. No, but it did happen to me where my flippers disappeared one time. I don't know if what Mike's talking about is real. That is real. That is okay. real. The, the point limit. I think that was like the, and that's kind of a weird number, right? Like, like usually it lands. Overflow or yeah, something. usually yeah. it lands on like a programmed overflow number, but one million three thirty four nine hundred must stand for something. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, to uh, to Joe's point there, the flippers. Don't like I think it's actually kind of cool. Like it's an additional challenge. Like you made it all the way to 100,000 and they do reappear at 150,000. So that's anybody's <laughs> guess. But um but the flippers still work, of course. You just can't see them. Right. <laughs> now that would be like a nihilistic pinball game. <laughs> like the game is over. You yeah. got 100,000 points. Leave. <laughs> here's a here's a quick question too. When so if you guys got the um what was it? You get the straight flush when that middle guard is in there in between the flippers. And then if you have the guards on the sides, is there any way to drop the ball? Cause that's kind of what happened to me. And then I felt like if I really couldn't guard, lose. If it hits the guards on the side, they go away. But if the yeah. guard in the middle never went away. To, it never to, went away for me either. I imagine it has to go away at some right. point. Cause I felt like that actually made it, it was kind of like the opposite. Like the, the longer I was, 
you would think it would get a lot harder and it actually got much easier after it gets I rewarding. Got to that point. Yeah. And then it was like I felt like it was really hard to drop the ball because I had the guards on the sides. I guess eventually they do disappear when you hit them, but the guard in the middle it's just like never Joe, disappeared. It's like Joe, you couldn't even lose if you tried. <laughs> <laughs> did, yeah, that's did exactly anybody what notice, I'm saying. Did anybody notice that uh you can do like two different kinds of things with your flippers? So you can do like a full hit or a half tip? No. I uh, yeah, I, be- I believe it like depended on how it long depended- you held it down. Yeah, exactly. If really? you do a full oh, press, if you do a full press, it goes all the way up. But if you manage to just kind of do a quick tap, yeah. it'll just flow just a oh, little bit. That's, like, cool. that's really Bloop. interesting. They put that in there. Yeah, I thought that, again, Iwata programming so much into these games, like very impressive stuff. I'm just going to go right ahead and say that this is better than Space Space Cadet. I don't know. You think this is better than Space Cadet? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry, (laughs) people at home. Everybody knows that, like, that's like, that was everything. Windows XP was like... The preloaded game on Windows XP. All we had before that was solitaire. And now all of a sudden you (laughs) have Minesweeper, right? uh, Minesweeper, come on. I mean, to be fair, I actually got really good at Minesweeper and started entering, like, speed tournaments. Uh, But Guys. Yeah, (laughs) thank you. Thank you, Sean. Uh, So I'll just, I'll finish this up real quick. Uh, Obviously, uh, you know, it's a Nintendo-developed game here. It's gonna have an arcade port as well that's on the Verse system arcade cabinet here. So Verse Pinball was a thing. Why would you play an arcade version of (laughs) video game pinball if you're at an arcade with a pinball machine? If this was the first time I was hearing about this, I would have been like, sure, like, that is weird. I would have raised that same flag as you. But you're right. I just got so used to, uh, like, of course it's an, uh, an arcade game that Nintendo released on their verse system thing but you're right this is kind of weird you got the uh, black I hole right the whole next point to you. is that you don't have to go to the arcade for nintendo make like a, a digital ski ball game yeah this, like, <laughs> nintendo made a lot of stuff in the 70s in fact i think there's a uh, blog that i'm just gonna throw out there called before mario and oh. it's just like uh, it's a great resource for everything that nintendo released on the toy department before they ever got into video games very very interesting um all right but no no digital ski ball yeah but no digital ski ball Not and yet. for the record <laughs> now that that would be a game switch um, there's got to be an nes ski ball game well i mean we'll get there joe yeah that's true all right get ahead of we myself. got 716 <laughs> to go all right uh but real fast the verse system thing it's the same game but really cool the score on the side looked kind of like a dot matrix score instead of the like NES font kind of thing. So the score actually looked a little cool and I thought that was nice. I was like, oh, it looks like the kind you would see on an actual pinball machine, Um, which actually is kind of weird given how much style is put into the NES uh, version of pinball, like to all like fit the same theme. And then they're just like, oh, but what if the score looked good? (laughs) Uh, So they did that. Uh, But that's all I have to say. Anybody have any stray thoughts on pinball? I feel like this has uh, been a, like a collection of stray thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I just overall, it was very pleasant. Very pleasant. That's, okay. That's what I got. Joe, you sounded like you had something. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, as... It, as fun as it was, I guess I was a little disappointed that there was just there wasn't like another cabinet or like another like another level after this. It was just it kind of was quick to quick to get used to. So I kind of felt like I wish they uh you know programmed a, like another round in there, another cabinet to play. Yeah, I definitely looked ahead to see how many other pinball games we were getting on the NES, and it's going to be a while. But uh, Pinbot looks to be something that might fulfill our itch, Joe. Cool. Uh, so and I'm not a pinball keep... guy either, so this was just interesting to uh, to play. Yeah, 
Alright, let's move into the essential games list. And uh, before we uh, move on and talk about what the Essential Games list is, I just got to throw a quick shout out to Sam Smith. Uh, you know, our boy Sam over here, Sam the Manual. He made the intro song and the Essential Games song that you just heard. Uh, so, Sam, major props for making both of those for us. Hey, thank you. Uh, Sam makes all kinds of weird chip to stuff. Uh, that's on a Game Boy, right? Some of those are made on a Game Boy? Uh, it's, yeah, it's Game Boy, it's Game Boy software. Nice. So, yeah. Very cool. Uh, okay, so let's talk about the Essential Games list. You know, you got your PS4, you got your Xbox One, and all of a sudden there's a Steam sale for Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. And you're like, oh my gosh, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle on Steam. Not on Sega Dreamcast, not on Nintendo GameCube, on Steam. And you're like, no, I don't really want to play that. What else is out there? And you're looking and you see Pinball on the NES. And you're like, whoa. I thought pinball was only allowed to be played at the arcades. I didn't know you could play it at home. Or on Should Windows XP. I... Yeah, <laughs> right. Should I be playing this right now? Well, that's what the Essential Games list is going to tell you. We're going to take a vote, and by essential, we don't mean like, oh, is this like a holy grail for the NES back in the day? We're talking about like, no, does this still hold up? Is this like Duck Hunt? Because <laughs> Duck Hunt right now is our reference point of what is an essential NES game. Excite Bike, well, Joe might have another story there for you. But <laughs> it's on the list, too. I'll tell you what's not on the list. Kung Fu Asterisk. All right? Last week's episode, which you should listen to. If you didn't listen to it, uh, that's just a plug for the show, NostalgiaCast.com. You can Twitch, Twitter, everything. All right, let's get into the Essential Games list. Uh, Sean. I didn't want to start this one, but um, I it, I don't know. I really I really liked pinball. I, I liked the technology behind it. Um, I wasn't expecting it to be as... Um, uh, as good feeling as I thought it was going to be. That said, it's um, it's not what you'd associate with the NES, and I think it's 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 great for like if you got five to ten minutes to kill, or you don't have um, you don't you don't have any other digital uh, recreation of pinball available to you somehow. Um, so I love it, but it's not essential. All right, Sam. Uh, yeah, I, I can agree with that. I think that it's a, it's a, it's fun. Like if you want to, like if you can get your hands on it and you think this would be something that you would like to play, then you'll probably enjoy it. You know, uh, it feels great to play. It's fun to play, but I think that there have been many other pinball video games since then that are just like, just more fun to play. You yeah. know, I, I think I'd, I'd rather play. Uh, like the, one of the Pokemon pinball games over this one. I'll, or you could play a digital recreation of Black Hole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah on Pinball Arcade. Or, yeah. Yeah, or even Space Cadet Pinball. I I would... I the think freemium I'd, game. I think, <laughs> I think I would put that over this one. Uh, uh, All right. As much as it pains me to say. Joe? Uh, yeah, so I mean, like I said, I'm not I'm not a pinball guy. Um, I think if you are a big, big pinball fan... You might want to put this on your own personal essential list, but but even then, because it only has you know one cabinet, and uh, I, I wouldn't say this game's overall in general essential. Um, I think it's it's interesting to play, and it's fun that it uh, that it works so well and feels so much like pinball. But in the end, it's just one pinball cabinet, so I would say no. Right, and I think that's kind of where I'm going to chime in too. 
Uh, I think Iwata programmed like the heck out of this game. Like it, it's impressive everything that's in there for a launch NES title. Um, but you know that's not the criteria for this. Uh, and I think that the limitations of the hardware and of the earliness of its development are what's holding it back from being essential here. It's definitely a game I would recommend playing. Uh, like to Sean's point, what's the harm in five to ten minutes of checking it out? I guarantee you, you will be harmed by the first five to ten minutes of Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Okay, <laughs> Especially if you're playing it on Steam. Okay, like People do not realize... That some of those games, like NES games and and Super Nintendo games that matter too, they're special. They don't they don't like devolve in the same way that these early N sixty four PS one games and and Dreamcast games. The way that those have like kind of soured over time. Like pinball is still pinball at the end of the day, and that's something. I think that's cool, and that's why I'm gonna say play it. But by no means should you feel obligated to. Yeah. I just want to. I'm just glad that we we stepped away from talking about the early 3D. Uh, actually, any 3D Sonic because that was giving me like Vietnam flashbacks. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so that's all the time we have for this episode of Nostalgia. Join us next time for soccer. <laughs> and uh, be sure to go outside and play it yourself if you, if you have the time <laughs> for more nostalgia please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen and be sure to check us out on nostalgiacast.com that's n-e-s-t-a-l-g-i-a cast.com there you'll find links to the show and show notes as well as our other platforms such as twitch youtube twitter and facebook thank you so much for your support of nostalgia we thank you for spending time with us and not Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. <laughs> I'm Michael Esposito. You can find me on at Esposito Film on Twitter, and I'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.